Welcome to this Nutri-Ingredients podcast. I'm Senior Editor Shane Starling. The European Union in 2013 invested millions of euros in Pathway 27, a 25-partner research and industry initiative to further science and develop health claim guidelines for bioactive enriched foods. Omega-3 form DHA, beta-glucan and anthocyanins are the lucky nutrients. The health endpoint, metabolic syndrome, the moniker for modern-day maladies like heart disease, diabetes and obesity. We spoke to Nick Henson, Reading UK-based Associate Director at one of the partners, the International Food Network, about the five-year project. Yeah, so primarily this is providing data in food systems. So this is where this term um, bioactive enriched food appears in the project. So it's looking quite specifically at dosing the, those ingredients into food, food materials is, is, is the first element. The second element is specifically looking at their impact on feeding those, those materials in foods to human subjects. Uh, so collating the impact on the, you know, in vivo, but in vivo in humans rather than in animals. I mean, those kinds of foods already exist, don't they? Uh, yeah, yes, they do. I think this is this is looking at this is trying to look at, as I say, the Im, Im, improving the body of evidence that's available to support their effect on that specific condition. It also looks at um, uh, the mechanism. So it's looking at the uh, mechanisms at a cellular level that these materials, how these materials may be having their effect. So it's building knowledge there. And then the third key output is uh, providing a set of guidelines that will potentially help food companies when they are wanting to prepare health claims. Uh, And this is again one of the issues that's cropped up in recent times of the difficulty for food companies in presenting data to the ESSA committee that that, that is effective in generating an approved claim. And how confident are you that you can gather that kind of evidence? Maybe it doesn't exist. Well, yeah, I mean, you're dealing with natural materials. You're dealing with human subjects. So um, this is always one of the thorny, you know, the, thor- the thorny issues. Mm. Uh, and I think, again, that's why, you know, the scope of this project is, is very broad. You know, 27 partners. You've got some very reputable, you know, research organizations. So some, some very powerful brains being brought to bear on the... On, 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 on the subject, but of course there's no guarantees in this type of work. Are, there, um, are food manufacturers part of the consortium? Um, no, I think the, there certainly are um, ingredient companies. I think in order to execute the project, it wasn't, it wasn't critical that food manufacturers should be involved. W- one of the critical elements of the, of the project is what's called the dissemination phase. So there's a whole portion of the budget allocated to um, making the information available to the food industry and that I think is going to be the critical part towards the end of the project where there'll be engagement with food manufacturers. And you, you mentioned that um, uh, dairy, bakery and egg based products are the, some of the food groups that you're most likely to be targeted. Why, why have you selected those ones? Yeah, what 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 the group tried to do, and it's quite difficult in a pan-European project, is to try to use food systems that have got you know reasonably broad consumption patterns through Europe. 
Well, thank you very much for those insights, Nick, and best of luck with the project. Keep reading, listening, and watching Nutri Ingredients for more news and analysis. <laughs>